during the Easter season, let's listen to him bust through the walls of our homes and give us that, that anointing of joy and peace. Hi, I'm Colin, and welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we look for balance and clarity and the resurrected Christ in the midst of our fallen world. I doubt that any short podcast will give you balance and clarity to last forever. My hope, though, is that each week we can help you to take a step forward. We are an Easter people, and Alleluia is our song. He is risen just as he said, Alleluia. We look around into the world and realize, though, that it's still broken, that we, like the disciples in the first century, wait perhaps behind closed doors for Christ to walk through the walls and greet us with his peace and assure us that he's conquered death. We recall, like the first century disciples, that the resurrection of Christ did not usher in an unprecedented time of comfort and relaxing, but a time of unprecedented hope and joy and a further mission which the disciples received to make disciples of all nations, to baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And as we hear these words and as we enter into this Easter season, we see that we, the church, have a mission amidst our fallen world. I want to reflect back on something that happened locally here last Monday. Since there are no sports, ESPN re-aired the 2006 New Orleans Saints versus Atlanta Falcons game. It was the reopening of the Superdome after Hurricane Katrina. And for us in New Orleans, it was a game that, that marked a, a very powerful transformation and turning point, a, a time of resurrection and rebirth. For those who aren't Saints fans, you'll have to forgive me um, because this is about more than just sports and Whatever the teams were, whatever the game was, um, there's there's more to this. There was a blocked punt. Um, Saints fans will remember, others perhaps. The the dome had reopened after being a shelter of last resort and a place of great great tragedy during Hurricane Katrina. And unprecedented speed and haste. It had been prepared to be a football stadium once again. And the play that lives etched into my memory, Steve Gleason, who would later be diagnosed with ALS, blocked a punt and did so in such a masterful and powerful way that the dome exploded with an eruption of, of joy. For 60 seconds, nobody on ESPN said a word, and it was a sign of rehope and rebirth and resurrection. And every time it happens, I get teary-eyed and Amy gets teary-eyed. And I think many who who went through the events of 2005 and 2006 get teary-eyed. I've struggled to explain it to, to my kids why I'm crying watching football. Uh, I struggled to explain it to my students who I, I showed um, that particular play. But I think it was because that particular moment was a moment of, of hope and rebirth and resurrection. And it happened in the midst of the fallen world. And as we look at the story of Steve Gleason, who in 2011 was diagnosed with ALS and, and now speaks through through eye movements in front of a computer, um, there is this blip of, of resurrection that happened in a sports game that, that points forward to the greater joy and hope and resurrection. It was a moment of uh, maybe the clarity of the resurrected Christ and, and yet him in the midst of our fallen world. I was trying to explain to my son, Leo, and I showed him a little documentary on ESPN or um, I don't know, we found it on YouTube. I think it was through ESPN or NFL Films or somewhere, but there was a guy who was interviewed who was there. And what he described in that moment, he said that it was it was a moment that was like in that blocked punt, your your birthday, your first communion, all the great things that had happened to you were were just exploding in your mind. And then all of the 
all of the terrible things. And of course, this was this was just sports, I know. But that moment was emblematic, I think, of the much greater moment that we've all experienced in the Easter Triduum and that we've experienced in um, in the empty tomb, that, that Christ, much more so than a blocked punt, sums up in himself all of human history and all of the, the tragedy of Good Friday and all of the triumph. It's all brought into one. And a little moment in sports can, for a city, um, be a, a spark of that hope. More than 70,000 viewers tuned in last Monday night to uh, to look for a little bit of hope in the midst of this season. And and many more on Easter Sunday tuned in to, to live stream masses and found ways in their homes to to celebrate the resurrection of Christ. So let, let's be a people of joy and hope, but let's know that that joy and hope even, even of the resurrection is not the end of the story. It's not the end of the story for the disciples. They, they witness the joy of the Lord. He's their strength. He, he strengthens them. He strengthens Peter. He, he resolves the doubts of Thomas. And we're about to hear and enter into all of that. But we know that for them, it led to a mission and further adventures. And for us, in um, this unprecedented time of our lives during this pandemic, uh, we will be empowered for a mission by the resurrected Christ. So during the Easter season, let's listen to him bust through the walls of our homes and give us that, that anointing of joy and peace. And also let's listen to the mission that he gives us to go and baptize and preach and make disciples of all nations in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. For Ascension, I'm Colin McIver, reminding you to take a step forward, wishing you the joy of Christ's resurrection. Alleluia, alleluia.